Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Come with me on a journey of discovery to know and experience what is in his name. Through his love story, the Bible, and his relationship with humanity, God reveals himself through his name. Let us begin at the beginning. The first word translated as God is Elohim. Its first mention is in Genesis 1. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. All through the creation story in Genesis 1, the Hebrew word for God is Elohim. It is a plural word used in singular form. It means one of great power, majesty or intensity, representing the fullness of God. The wholeness, awesomeness, completeness and perfect relationship within God himself is revealed in the Hebrew word Elohim. Before the universe was spoken into existence, there was God, Father, Son and Spirit, one God who is Spirit. In the beginning, God created. He was not alone or lonely as he was and is and is to come in perfect love relationship with himself. It was God who created. It was God who repeatedly spoke out his creative words to bring things into being. He spoke light into the darkness, the firmament into the midst of the waters, grasses, herbs and trees into the earth, the sun, moon and stars into the night sky, the fish in the sea and the birds in the air and the animals all over the earth. Oh, such wonders. And after God had created everything in readiness for his crescendo moment, He said, let us make male and female in our own image. For he created all things, and by his will they exist and were created. Out of his great love he chose to create us. And I encourage you to listen to our podcast in his image, to receive a greater revelation of his great love in how he created us. He is the Father, Son and Spirit, one God, plural singular, Elohim. The second word used for God in the Hebrew language is Yahweh. It means self-existent or eternal one. It is the promised name of God and has been translated as Lord. Its first mention is in Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2, verse 4 to 7. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord made the earth and the heavens, before any plant of the field was in the earth, and before any herb of the field had grown. 
For the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Throughout the Old Testament of the Hebrew text, Yahweh is used in relationship with humanity. It was the Lord God who breathed life into humanity, called out to the first man by name, spoke to the first man and woman, and personally covered both their shame. The first woman acknowledged that it was the Lord that gave her a son. Both her sons, Cain and Abel, engaged with the Lord. It was the Lord who came down to see the tower that humanity had built to themselves in rebellion against him. The Lord spoke to Abram, and it was the Lord that Abram called upon. It was the Lord that made a covenant with Abram and Sarah. God reveals himself to us and his desire to be in relationship with us through his name, Yahweh. He is not a distant creator up in the heavens somewhere, disengaged with our everyday life. He's never too busy for us. He is intimate and personal. His desire is for us to be in our everyday and our everything. When God uses Yahweh as his name for himself, it is in the context of his covenant relationship with humanity. It is the most used name for him throughout the Old Testament, revealing how much he desires to be in a perfect covenant relationship with humanity. Through his prophet Isaiah, he reveals himself as the Messiah. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3 to 5. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Three times God uses the word Lord, or Yahweh, the way of the Lord, the glory of the Lord, and the word of the Lord, all of which is Jesus. He is the Messiah, the Eternal One, the only way, the fullness of his glory, and the word of him who became flesh. He is the eternal, self-existing, relational God, Yahweh. The next word used for God in the Hebrew text is El Elyon. It means Most High God. Its first mention is in Genesis 14. 
Genesis 14, verse 18 to 20. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God Most High, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. The king of righteousness and peace blessed both Abram and the Most High God. Once again showing that the Most High God not only is the possessor of heaven and earth, but he is relational with his creation, intimate with those who choose him, delivering them from their enemies. The Most High God, El Elyon. The next word used for God in the original Hebrew text is Shaddai. It means almighty, full of strength and endurance. Shaddai, together with Al, means the most powerful God. Its first mention is in Genesis 17. Genesis 17, verse 1. When Abram was ninety years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am Almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless, and I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. The Almighty made a personal covenant with Abram. He changed his name to Abraham so he would see himself through the eyes of the Almighty and live in the reality of the fulfillment of his promise. The next mention of the Almighty is in Genesis 28, verse 3, when Isaac blessed Jacob and passed on the Abrahamic covenant of the Almighty God. And again in Genesis 35, verse 11 to 12, when the Almighty appeared to Jacob and gave him the same covenant promise that he gave to his father Isaac and his grandfather Abraham. And again in Genesis 43, verse 14, when Jacob prayed that the Almighty would give Benjamin, his youngest son, mercy before those in authority in Egypt and return him safely to him. Next, the Almighty is mentioned in Genesis 48, verse 3, when Jacob recalled to Joseph how the Almighty appeared to him and made him part of the promise of Abraham. The subsequent mention is in Genesis 49, verse 25 when Jacob talks of all his sons, of the inheritance, of the covenant relationship, and refers to how the Almighty has blessed him and will bless Joseph the same way. The Almighty God not only desires a covenant relationship with us, but he is all-powerful and able to bring the impossible to pass. He reveals his power in intimacy and eternal union. He is greater than any powers, failures or strongholds. He fights our battles for us and in him we can trust. He is the most powerful covenant-fulfilling God. El Shaddai Another word used for God in the original Hebrew text is Adonai. 
It means Lord or Master. Its first mention is in Genesis 15:2, used by Abram in a beautiful exchange of heart and promise with Yahweh, the self-existing Eternal One. Yahweh came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Abram's response was Adonai, Jehovah or Lord God, my master and existing one. Abram continues to reveal his heart desire and asks how will he know that he will inherit the promises of his Lord and master, the existing one. His Lord and existing one took Abram by the hand, demonstrated his power and intimacy, binding the two together forever. Moses also used the term Lord, my Lord, when engaged in conversation with the existing one. His first usage is recorded in Exodus 4.10. He said, Oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Moses said, Lord, my Lord. Such a beautiful acknowledgement of the existing one and his personal relationship with the individual. He is my Lord or Master. Majestic Lord, Adonai. The first word translated as Lord or Master in the New Testament is the Greek word Kyrios. It means supreme in authority, God, Lord, Master. Its first mention is in Matthew 1. Matthew 1 verse 18 to 23. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled that which was spoken by the Lord, the supreme authority. He is the one who through his angel appeared to Joseph. The Lord, or supreme authority, is the same one who gave a promise to Abraham. 
Now through his messenger, he breaks through the silence and reveals to Joseph that Mary, his wife-to-be, is with boy child who is of God himself. Such an intimate encounter full of hope and promise. He is the supreme in authority. God, Lord, Master, Kyrios. The next word that is translated as God in the New Testament is Theos. It means deity, supreme divinity. Its first mention is also in Matthew 1. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. God with us, the eternal, self-existing one is with us. This text is so full of meaning and intimacy. God was always engaged with his creation, calling people by his name, pursuing in love and making himself known. God himself has become a baby boy. All that's wrapped up in God's name was in Jesus. Not only did God come to us, but became one of us, clothed himself in human flesh, walked the earth as a man, died, rose and ascended into heaven. Through his spirit within us, he is with us and will never leave us. God is indeed with us, the creator of heaven and earth, Father, Son and Spirit, the self-existing, eternal one is our saviour. Jesus literally means Jehovah is salvation. Let us read John chapter 1 verse 1 to 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And let us move down to verse 10 to 13. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. And the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. He is the deity, supreme divinity. Theos. The creator of heaven and earth, the eternal, self-existing, relational God, is the most high, most powerful, covenant-fulfilling one, Lord and Master, supreme in authority he is, God with us. Praise his mighty name. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info.
Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.